Welcome to the latest edition of the Knowledge Group podcast. I'm your host, Andy McLeod, and we're going to give you a feel of what you can expect from some of our latest events, what industry trends and developments are driving what our speakers are going to be covering. This week, we're going to be looking at ISO 37001 standard for anti-bribery management systems and how to stay internally compliant. This event's going to be broadcast live on August 28th, running between 11 a.m., to 12 p.m. and that's Eastern Standard Time. This will also be available on demand after the event itself. So don't forget to register using code PODCAST25 for 25% off your purchase. That's PODCAST25. All the links you need will be in the description. Today we're going to be joined by Marvin Schilling, the Director and Head of Anti-Bribery and Corruption at KPMG Switzerland. We're also going to be joined by Benjamin Britz, a partner of Hughes, Hubbard and Reed. Over to them. As a starting point to, to first, you know, again, summarize the, the framework itself. So pretty much what does the ISO 37001 address? Um, and then in, 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 the same, in the same section, what does the ISO 37001 require? Um, so what, what is really the standard, what is the material, um, <clears throat> the requirements of the standard itself? Then on a, on a next on a next topic, um, which I would like to spend a bit more of time, is to what is actually a benefit for a company when using the the, the standard uh, 3701, either being certified or alternatively just use it as a benchmark to assess their internal um, anti-bribery and corruption corruption program or management system. And then last but not least, uh, I would like to, to walk through the audience um, through the process of the certification itself. So to explain to people, if they want to be certified under the standard, what does this require and how does the certification um, process look like? Excellent. Thank you so much. And, uh, and Ben, what about yourself, seeing as you're going, uh, you're going after Marvin? For my portion, I think what we're going to look at is the the, the requirements of the uh, of the guide of the of the certification guidance and how those relate to uh, requirements that may be on companies from various uh, other international regulators uh, or similar bodies and where the guidance uh, tracks those or differs in some ways and points of emphasis that maybe are brought forward um, by the ISO guidance uh, that may be uh, either different or uh, pushing uh, the, the envelope a little of what uh, had previously been uh, been given to companies as guidance for their for their compliance program and where sort of that leads companies should be looking if they want to take their compliance program uh, to the next level. Great stuff. And 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 Ben, just from from sort of the the USA perspective, do you think there's anything at the moment sort of regulatory sort of trends and developments that are really influencing sort of what you wanted to discuss? And and likewise, you know, once once you sort of finish, Marvin, is there anything from sort of a, a European or even an international perspective that's, uh, that's shaping sort of what you wanted to uh, discuss? 
Yeah, I, you know, I think the the you can always take from recent enforcement actions and uh, or declinations uh, a view as to what uh, DOJ or SEC, particularly in the U.S., require. Uh, certainly in, in the U.S., you, you've recently had what was originally called the pilot program uh, uh, where companies can seek uh, declinations or other uh, reduced uh, punishments, so to speak, uh, if they can show uh, DOJ that they've dealt with issues and have instituted the sorts of controls, remedial steps, and compliance program improvements uh, proactively that uh, DOJ would usually would usually require. And a lot of that is quite similar to what you see in the ISO uh, framework, and I think the ISO framework is actually very useful uh, if a company is thinking about uh, what is, how would we actually do that? It's a, because it's a little more granular and a little more step by step as to what uh, what exact items a company would want to be uh, putting on its to-do list uh, if it were gonna if it were thinking that it was gonna have to be making you know uh, uh, a disclosure. Uh, uh, to, to a regulator here here in the U.S., I think it gives them a little bit of a of a uh, more detailed roadmap. Great. And, and and Marvin, what about yourself? From sort of an international perspective, is there anything that you're seeing at the moment, sort of the the hot button issues in, in a particular field? Yeah, I, I think it's pretty much in in the same direction what 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 Ben said. You know what what we see. You know, especially especially in Switzerland and. Also, given you know that there, that there are a couple of you know large international um, companies which have uh, have their headquarters based in Switzerland, is that the trend is definitely going you know from 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 the law enforcement in direction. Okay, if there's been wrongdoing in the past, you have to prove that you have you have had you know at least you no know, certain measurements in place, which would have avoided or minimized the risk of of such incidents. And um, we we see. I mean, Europe is is normally a bit behind uh, the U.S., but but we see definitely a trend here in Europe um, that the law enforcement goes in in the same direction like the U.S. to, to tell the companies, okay, first of all, show us what we have done to avoid these incidents. And therefore, I think, um, as Ben said, uh, um, the ISO ISO standard is, is a good starting point for for companies. To, to start assessing, you know, um, a their private risk and b on how, on how it's addressed in in order to 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 be um, prepared if something goes wrong. Thanks everyone for listening to today's podcast on ISO standards for anti-bribery management systems and how to stay internally compliant. You can find all the information for this and other events in the description down below, along as with some additional information about our two panelists. The event itself, once again, is going to be on August 28th, running between 11 a.m. to 12 p.m., and that's Eastern Standard Time. Don't forget, you can also use podcast code PODCAST25 for 25% off registration. Once again, that's the podcast code. It's PODCAST25, and that'll get you 25% off registration for this webcast at checkout. We look forward to seeing you there. Take care, everyone. Thanks. Bye.